remembered. Dude, it's right. like a nerd stick edible. Nice. All right, here we go. We're going live. Really? Yeah. Straight off the bat. No entrance, no kind of intro. What's up, guys? I am Logan Robinson. I'm here from uh, Null Game Day. This is Hear the Spear Instant Reaction to Florida State's dismantling loss to Louisville. A whole 180 from last week. Florida State loses 48-16 to in Kentucky. Get your bourbon. Not one shot, not two shots. Get three shots of bourbon. I can't wait to drink for the rest of the day. What's happening, fellas? We got can't Carlos. afford bourbon. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got Carlos Williams up here. He is going to a Halloween party. So if anybody's wondering why he's wearing that, he's going to a Halloween party. Just, you know, putting that out there now. And then Dustin Lewis is below us. And Nate Greer is going to be joining us here any minute. But uh, what's happening, guys? Doing all right. It's a tough. I mean, watching that game was tough after what we watched the week before. And what we were hoping to see was pro progress. Um, my 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 feelings on the game, thoughts on the game is that uh, our quarterback His thoughts are, I am a robot. <laughs> Did you change into a robot, Carlos? Carlos. That dead zone. <laughs> <laughs> that, Yo, this is pretty much how the game went. This is a perfect recap. Yeah, you are recapping this perfectly. Uh, you're doing exactly what Florida State's defense did, Los. You're breaking up a lot, so if you hear us. Um, he is, is frozen. He is frozen, frozen. Uh, he has escaped the jail, but it seems like the feds have got him. Uh, All right, so, yeah, I'll take over. You for, go ahead. Yeah, you go take ahead. Take over what Carlos was saying right there. So, yeah, obviously – the defense was a really big disappointment coming into this game after what we saw last week. They held North Carolina to 2 of 12 on third down, 0 of 3 on fourth down, and really stepped up during the big moments of the game. And in this one, it felt like they didn't even really get a lot of chances. They only forced nine third downs the entire game. Louisville converted on five of them. And, I mean, the Cardinals just hit big play after big play, it felt like. The first drive of the game – um, Cunningham hits 2-2 Atwell for a big play after he beat Jarvis Brownlee on a slant. Second drive, Hawkins, he had like – it was a 70-yard run after he cut back against the defense. Atwell had another 58-yard catch that turned into a touchdown later in the half. I mean, it was just ridiculous time and time again how many big plays the defense gave up. Yeah, it was nonsense. What's up, Nate? Good to have you on here. We just had Carlos Williams, uh, but he uh... – Lost his connection. Guess he got to his Halloween party. You know? He might have arrived there perfectly fine. But, uh, yeah, we're just giving our raw first instant reaction. What you got, Nate? What the fuck was that? <laughs> That's my raw instant reaction. Like, I should have known better to think that this team would actually be able to put something together and, and come out and play um, a game of football. But that, that was worse than Miami for me. Um, you know, it, it, it's a team that, you know, one of four, yeah, they have explosive players, but, you know, this is for State's chance to come in and, uh, you know, show some maturation, show that, you know, things are moving forward. And that was like eight sets backwards. Um, you know, the defense was, again, atrocious. Uh, I think it's time to blow the whole thing up, including the defensive coordinator. Um, it, it just ain't clicking. Um, a lot of it is on the players. Um, but you know, Fuller is not not the answer right now. I, I just don't understand it. Um, and I, I I think you see, you know, you talk of immediate thought for for me, in my opinion, um, we're starting to see that uh, you know, the verdict is out on Travis. It, it the tape is out there. Um, you make him a pocket passer thrower. Stop him from being a mobile guy. You can you can shut him down. So that that was just all in all, um, big fat negative F for the defense and negative F minus for the wide receivers. I don't know what that was. Um, you know, Helton is going to sit down. He's not mentally mentally healthy. He's not new the same player. Um, and the fact that Warren Thompson was your most consistent. Wide receiver, and I think he had what one catch, two catches, one catch. maybe. You know, and it was a tough catch. Yeah. But I mean, on third down, the 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 fact that 
and, and, and I'm not going to name names, on, but you got all these stupid ass hot takes on, on Twitter about, about Chubba Purdy and he's not the answer. The guy had like seven drop passes. You can't, you can't hit anyone more in the chest than he hit Keyshawn Helton in the chest at the two-yard line. How many times do you throw up a jump ball and a guy just doesn't catch it? Yeah, he, hit, he hit Cam McDonald right in the chest yep. in the end zone, and McDonald yep. couldn't come down with it. And the same thing happened to Jordan Travis, yeah. But also, you know, Jordan Travis missed a couple plays um, under throwing guys. Um, it, it, it's just a mess, man. It, it, it was a mess. Um, that's my instant reaction that this that was just <laughs> – <laughs> like, that's the worst game of the year so far. Yeah, I was, and, and, and a lot of fastest for Florida State. Yeah, I was talking with uh, Los and Delu before this, and I was talking, man. I was putting on Twitter saying, man, I haven't seen anything like this. I haven't seen anything like this because guess what? I mean, you could go back to 2016 when Florida State faced Louisville, but guess what? Who they had? Who's now a uh, NFL MVP quarterback? Lamar Jackson was on that field. Today, there was no Lamar Jackson on this field. I mean, it was Cunningham, who was an average quarterback. The mm-hmm. uh, only reason homeboy running back had good yards on the day is because shit, there was no defense for Florida State. I, I mean, that's why I had well, just never seen anything like it. Lamar Jackson was not on that field. Um, and you still lose to a quarterback like that um, and a running back. I, I just – it was – piss poor and pitiful and then you still got the continuous flags and making mistakes mm-hmm. and late hits i mean i don't know how many late hit penalties brennan gant has i don't know i don't uh, I mean, go ahead I it was all it was all three levels of, of the defense that disappointed i mean the defensive mm-hmm. line the linebackers the defensive backs there was there's really nothing that you can take away positively that the defense did at all today i mean emmett rice made that sack that ended up being a safety because Cunningham pretty much fell down. But other than that, what do you, what do you take away from this game other than the defense is last week was clearly an outlier and this defense is pathetic. I mean, a stat I just want to read off to you guys real quick that I was, that I've uh, found after the game, FSU has given up 28 plus points and 517 plus yards of total offense in four of their last five games. The only game they didn't was Jacksonville state. And Jacksonville State still put up 24 and, you know, was up on Florida State big in that game to start off. So mm-hmm. this defense is terrible. I mean, if 517 times four is like 2,000-something yards, I'm sure there's a couple defenses in Florida State history that didn't give up over 2,000 yards in an entire season. Now, th- this is the worst defense in Florida State's history I, I, uh, in my lifetime. You know, the only other uh, defense that was in contention was 2009. Uh, but this defense gave up 9.3 yards per play today, which is the worst in Florida State history. Um, that 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 is just not Florida State football. Um, you know, uh, this first down every time you touch the yeah. ball. <laughs> in the first half, they averaged 10.1 yards per play on first down. I mean, you're not stopping I, anyone. I like, that was 12.1 yards per carry yes. at some point. Yes, 12.3. Double and three, so, yeah. so, whatever, twelve yards is asinine. Um, Eight and, yards, nine yards, seven yards is crazy. And you know, I I, I want to. We were talking about this in in another chat that I was in. Um, I want to rewatch it, but I don't recall them going after Samuels or Dent at all. Everything was within mm. the hashes in the middle mm. of the field. I don't recall them making one single attempt outside. No, uh, they it, never it, tried Asante. They never tried um, Dent. Dent. It, it was Brownlee. It was the linebackers. It was Woody. Um, it was, yeah, you know, but... it, 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 it was that back middle end that was just. Yeah. And, and, and I'm hugely disappointed in Travis J. And what the hell was that loaf on mm. Atwell? No, no attempt at a tackle. And if I'm not mistaken, they benched him after that. You know, the guy who's supposedly your best natural football player just gets yeah, that zero was, effort. 
that just starts the whole virus of the team that defense just given up you know yep. we've seen that last couple of seasons and that that's one little not wanting to make the effort to tackle which he most certainly could he's an athlete you could have mm-hmm. tackled him that right there is what creates a disease which norvell has been trying to stop since the beginning of being here um but i think this was the first time where we said you know that this team has given up i don't know if they get, uh, they've given up on fuller as a defensive coordinator but um, and, and missed tackles is just continuous too. I've never seen so many, uh, for number one, he has flashes throughout the game, but still when the mm-hmm. running back is off running a screen, he'll hit him, but you just know it's not going to be a tackle. I mean, the running back's able to get off of him, and he is able to get five more yards. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, um, you know, for me, uh, you know, here, I'm sure Dustin has the defense, the, the stats up. The, the fact Which that. Which one do you want? <laughs> hold on. I don't know if I want to see it. 569 total yards. Yep. Five for nine on third down. Mm-hmm. I was talk- yeah, I was talking about that before you uh, came in. Only 61 plays. Because that, they were just that dynamic. And it was, we talked about in the Unconquered Talk podcast before, um, you know, one of my points was that, you know, in order for Florida State to win, you know, this is an offense that is not very efficient in Louisville. Um, they're very boomer bust, and they had to stop the big play, and they just might as well not even play freaking defense. But um, not to jump ahead, but the fact that Chubba Purdy was 0 for 9 with – Five drops is just asinine. Yeah, it was, so it was back to back to back to back to yes. back. Yes. It, it was, was so disappointing. I don't understand how Webb only has nine carries. Yeah. I don't understand how um, the Toa Philly looked really good today. Um, you know, yeah, he had six carries. So, mm-hmm. arguably, your two best running backs only have 15 carries. But they still combined for – 15 carries for 150 yards. So they averaged 10 yards per rush. Um, mm-hmm. so, but I, I, I think that without a legitimate downfield attack threat, the, 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 the answer is out on, on Jordan Travis. And I'm not going to sit here and shit on him because, you know, he is what he is in terms of, you know, what, what he is in this offense. His offense has been a lot better with him at quarterback. But as long as there's no Tamari and Terry, there's no consistent wide receiver play, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get early success, and then you're going to get coaches that are going to be able to adjust and, and stop and force him to be a passer. Um, and, and He's you know, hindering well, something right now, too, yes, also. Yes. He's hindering he, something. He's hurt. He, he's still dinging his arm, dangling his arm. If you mm-hmm. watch, he's still walking with his right hand swinging, holding his left arm close to his body he's banged up yeah um, i was reading a tweet uh from an fsu reporter on twitter and he said that travis was noticeably grimacing whenever he was coming in to do interviews mm-hmm. i mean it's clear it's clear he's been hurting and you mm-hmm. know ever since the notre dame game it feels like that left arm has been a problem for it or for him even last week you know late in the game he battled through that injury like we talked about in the podcast so Mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a good thing that Florida State does have a bye week right now and kind of a chance to get him back healthy as they move towards Pittsburgh if he is going to remain the starter. Yeah, and, and it's flat embarrassing watching this defense celebrate five yard tackles on second and three. Nate, that's been something for years upon years upon years. It's something about being in a Florida State no, no, celebrating no, no, five no. yards on the field. It, it, it's gotten progressively worse. Oh, it's like, gotten worse. Yeah, it's just. But like, well, it I comes, don't, I don't know what it comes from, Nate, though. It comes from your fourth year seniors, your five. Oh, yeah. Well, you got the young guys doing it, too. The one I think the one that pissed me off the most today is Raymond Woody was back uh, in coverage mm-hmm. and Cunningham overthrew a pass. And, and Woody was sitting Should've there thinking he was going to pick it off. He was just sitting there like waiting for it like a punt. And the Louisville receiver kept went for the extra effort and just like kind of got there where it looked like he might catch the ball. And Woody had to make an effort. And after that play where he totally screwed up what should have been a pick, he gets up and, you know, like flashes his hand to the side. Incompletion. Oh. Yeah. Great job. 
Yeah, yeah. You you dropped the fucking pick <laughs> when the game was still up for grabs. Like if he I, goes up and reacts to that pass, maybe he makes the play. Can't wait for the play to come to you. You got to go make it yourself. How many? How many penalties Florida State have? Florida State had eleven penalties for a hundred and four yards. <laughs> so that's back to back. Eleven plus. Yeah. That's an entire football field, ladies and gentlemen. How many false starts? A Two, lot. Three. It was three. three or four. Three or four. I'm trying to look on here. Doesn't yep. tell me the exact penalty. It amazes me. Florida State goes for 406 yards and only puts up two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yep, just two or four in the red zone. Louisville goes six for six in red zone scoring. And obviously, Florida State, they couldn't convert on that fourth and goal with Travis on the QB sneak and then with Purdy at the end of the game there with all those drop passes, which Nate mm-hmm. was talking about earlier. I mean, just just insane because it was just – I'm sure a lot of Florida State fans, you know, you're down 48-16 – you at least get a little bit excited when finally the quarterback who Florida State stole from Louisville comes into the game, true freshman quarterback, Chubba Purdy, for his first ever game action, and then that happens. I mean, mm-hmm. that was just – that's just a way to describe how this game went today. <laughs> it's absolutely just nuts, too. Florida State wasn't even close in the possession of time during the game. 34 minutes – for Florida State, 25 minutes for Louisville. They didn't need and, the ball. They scored so fast. Mm-hmm. Five. Well, they took – Florida State had a six-minute drive. Five didn't plays didn't put up any of, points. Five, five plays at 35 yards or more in the first half. That's the game right there. But it – do you guys think it's time to talk about defensive coordinator? It's time to start looking around. Time to start looking around. I, I, I think it's against the law. I mean, someone should have a chat with whoever needs to be had the chat with. Uh, where the hell is Amari Gaynor? I, was he not having a great start to his season in the last two weeks? Mm-hmm. We don't see him at all. And we were supposed to hear – we heard from Norvell and staff that we're going to see a lot more of him this uh, weekend. But he's one of your best tacklers. But each game, and definitely today – there's terrible tackling and he's a number one guy. Wow. Like Nate just said, they weren't going to the boundary. They were working a lot on the inside and man, you'd like to have Gainer who's quick and fast and able to go run after and take, make tackles. You'd love to have 33 in there, but you know where they were using him was in goal line packages. Get, give me a break. I mean, that is silly. That is so silly. Yeah. I, I, I do really question the decision to put Leonard Warner at, at defensive end. And not Gainer. <laughs> At least have have an athlete out there, because if you know they killed Florida State, uh, uh, you know in the run game, especially on the outside, uh, you know, I, it was I don't know, man. I I, I I've been one to you know put a lot on the players, um, and really just a lot still needs to be put on them with the lack of effort and the angles and the missed tackles. You know, Fuller's not the one on the field playing. Um, but at the same time, something's not clicking. And I just want to know what kind of dirt does Leonard Warner have on Adam Fuller for him to keep him on the football field each Any week? any defensive coordinator. He's got I mean, something guy, on FSU. He has something. This guy shouldn't even be on the sideline. <laughs> he's got something on somebody at the program. It's not just a defensive coordinator, whoever he's got. He's been on this field for a couple of years now. Um, but it, yeah, it's point- already you should never be allowed to I'm not gonna say anything more. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get canceled. <laughs> Going back quickly to your your point on Gainer, Logan, he he actually in his limited snaps, he did tie for second on the team with, with seven tackles today. So you know he was still making some plays, but he's got to be on that field as much as any other defensive player on this entire roster. It's asinine if he isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. uh, uh, well, as we sit here and look at personnel and the answer i don't think the answer is there right now um you know, we're just gonna have to sit here and suck it up for the remaining uh what four games that are left on the schedule um you know, five I, left, I, unfortunately. Don't, five don't, left. I suggest no one look back look at that schedule ahead there's really gonna be no four because clemson's one of them 
That's Isn't it really crazy, though? Of so much of a 180 we've hit of now we thought Florida State has a chance with a lot of these teams, except, you know, yeah. of course, Clemson. But we thought, you know, Florida State's going to be able to compete with a lot of these teams. But it completely hit a whole 180 on us. Isn't that nuts how that's happening right uh, now? Uh, I, I don't think that, you know, I'm not ready to see here they can't compete with what's left on the, on the schedule minus, minus Clemson. I just think that's the volatility of, of college football right now with, with COVID and everything. You know, um, if the other teams have quarterback and a running back, I'm mm-hmm. worried. Yeah, I mean, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not, but you look at the look at the rest of those teams; they really don't. You know, Clemson's going to put up whatever they want. They they want to score. That's that's about how much um, Dabo wants to score, and he yeah, you know, would love to score eighty on FSU. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean I, I think they're through the tough part of the schedule minus Clemson. Uh, at the same time, there's nothing that 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 this defense is stopping anyone. It's going to keep any team in, in this game. But, you know, you know uh, to get back to the question, I think it's time to really, you know, one thing about Norvell coming in was, was he's pretty, you know, champion and lauded for his, his coaching hires um, throughout his tenure as a head coach. Um, at, at Memphis, he, he lost guys to Auburn and Georgia and Tennessee and, and was able to just, make another hire and keep the ball rolling. Um, I, I think that we need to really kind of look around, man, because I, I, something's not firing right, and, and it's just a combination of everything. Sometimes uh, sometimes things just don't mesh. You know, things could have meshed at a different school at, at Memphis. Um, you know, at, Fuller took the Memphis defense, you know, bumped them up. 50 spots in the S&P, whatever it was, just doesn't mesh right now at Florida State. And I, I think that Norvell needs to seriously consider making a change um, because it's just horrible. <laughs> I, I don't have any other words to say. That shit is horrible. Like, I mean, yeah, like, you don't really have to. I don't even want to watch. I've only turned off one game in my entire fandom of Florida State, and that was Florida State, Oregon. Mm-hmm. I got up and stopped watching that game. I came close to watch it, to stopping that stuff today. I came so close to just turning that shit off because it was just embarrassing. Yeah, and to your to your point, uh, Florida State head coaches holding on to defensive coordinators maybe a little bit too long has kind of been a criticism for the fan base recently. Also, uh, obviously, you had Jimbo and, and Charles Kelly, who mm-hmm. he probably should have let go. Uh, you had Willie Taggart and Harlan Barnett, and that was obviously not working after 2018. It didn't get much better in 2019. And then now with Adam Fuller. So those coaches didn't part with their defensive coordinators, and they caught a, a lot of flag from the fan base. If Mike Norvell was to uh, fire Adam Fuller, I think a lot of the fan base would be happy because it shows, you know, he's willing to make adjustments. He's willing to make coaching change, changes if things aren't working. And he's willing to do whatever he needs to do to get this program back on top. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of saying that Florida State's not, um, you know, missing talent. Uh, there, there's talent there. But at the same time, it's just they're mentally not there. You know, I can't say that Florida State's talented right now on defense because – you know, they're just – they play really bad football. It's bad, it's bad football. Yeah, well, they don't compete. Like, they don't compete with their talent they have. You know, they're mm-hmm. letting guys from Louisville take full advantage of them, which is – just shouldn't be happening whatsoever. I I mean, this wouldn't have helped the game if he was in either way or blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. It wouldn't still be the same score. But, man, I mean, Hamsa – uh, what's going? He's he was your best tackler coming into this season, but obviously he's not playing. But I mean, this it wouldn't change the score. But I mean, you'd still like to have Hams and Azrael team play. But it just seems mm-hmm. like he's we won't see him this season. No, I think that I think that ship sailed. Yeah. Why come back now? I wouldn't. It would there's hurt. A, it would just hurt his draft stock. The, the, there's enough quality film. Um. I mean, there's enough film on him. There's no need to come back. Yeah, I wouldn't suggest it. 
but yeah, that wouldn't save. That wouldn't save Florida State in that game. But I, I, I don't know. It's a whole, you know, the energy, and that's something we talked about. We were a little bit worried that maybe Florida State was gonna not bring the same energy that they had against North Carolina in a primetime game, a number five ranked team in the country at the time, and then go into a noon game, which is a whole 180 against a team that's one in four. Hasn't mm-hmm. won an ACC game yet. What is that going to feel like? And sure enough, team wasn't there. Never showed uh, up. High and a wonderful thing, right? Maybe we, we should have took that uh, Louisville-Notre Dame game a little more serious. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know 12-7, maybe we should take it a little bit more seriously. Maybe just a tad. Someone, you know? had, One of our listeners, Jay Littlefield, and this will, this, you'll like this one, Nate, and also me. Why don't we give Webb the ball inside the 10 ever? The guy never has negative plays and is physically built for goal line plays, but we never give him the ball. He's our best player. He needs 25 to 30 touches a game. Been saying I, that I, both all me game and you, here. Both me and you. I don't, I don't get it. it. Both me and you have been saying it. I've been saying if you get into the red zone, why is eight not out there on the field? I, I, he's a bowling ball. He's hard to tackle. Mm-hmm. Put him I felt like Travis, Travis and Corbin were – the only two guys that got touches inside the 10 tonight or today. Like, I, I don't know why they wouldn't give it to Webb because, like you guys said, he's consistently been FSU's best all-around player on offense. And, Nate, you said it earlier, he just didn't really get the amount of touches today, which was extremely weird because the Notre Dame game and the North Carolina game, it was really Jordan Travis and LaDamian Reb, or Webb getting the bulk of carries on the ground. And today the – disparity was a lot more even between all the running mm-hmm. backs. So it was it was just weird to see them go to that strategy, especially after the, the success he had last week. He had the first 100-yard game by an FSU running back this season. And, and pretty sure the first drive, you know, when they drove right down the field was Webb had a really solid drive, on, you know, and he was even a threat in the passing game. Yeah. Two catches for 21 yards is not much of a threat, but uh, it, it was, I think, the time of of those catches. Yeah. One of them was a third down, and I don't remember the other one, but, I mean, at least one was a big play. Mm-hmm. Just everything sucked this game. <laughs> Hawkins had his Heisman day of 174 mm-hmm. yards. He averaged practically 11 yards, 11 yards per carry. Every time he was going to catch the ball, he was going to get at least average around 11 yards pretty much. Um, three touchdowns, and then you go over to 2-2 Atwell. No, has a little Heisman game, too, for him to put on some film for NFL scouts. Three receptions, mm-hmm. three, 129 yards, averaging 43 yards per catch and one touchdown. Um I didn't understand right off the bat why your best corner, this is another reason for Fuller, why your best corner, one of the best corners in the country, we should say, is not locked onto Atwell 24-7. Guess yeah, who was just, on him? Guess who was on him? Brownlee was on him. Just get, get out of that, you know, field versus boundary shit. Make the adjustment and just put your best on best. It's pretty simple. I've, I've just never – I mean, that's what we saw with Ramsey. Mm-hmm. You, you put Ramsey on the best guy, and that's how it worked. You put Darby on the best guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 I got to talk about Travis a little bit, quarterback, because I, I, think, I think we're seeing a, a maxed-out Florida State offense right now um, without the ability to, to, to throw on a consistent basis. Uh, you know, the last two weeks, he's 43% passer. Uh, 22 for 51, two, 332 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, he was 14 for 32 today. That's just not gonna, not, it's not gonna work. Um, and yes, he, he has some drop passes, but he had quite a few balls that were either thrown too late when guys were open uh, on, on the RPO stuff or on his deep shots where he's been better than expected this year i think he came back to reality and you saw some of that lack of ability to push the ball down the field under throwing guys um yeah. And, and, and yeah 
couple of those could have been, could have been, you know, plays made by the wide receiver. You know, you know they had maybe the, one of the worst games I've ever seen by four receipts wide receivers. But at the same time, man, you, you got to get rid of the ball quicker. He had a lot of time in the pocket to 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 make throws, and I, I know we can't see the. We can't necessarily see the whole field because of the camera angle, but when you have five seconds behind the line and you're just standing there, it is either telling me, one, he's afraid to throw it, or two, four states receivers can't create separation. It's one of those two things. That's what it is. Either he's not comfortable standing there and delivering the ball, or the guys aren't getting separation. And the few times that we saw, you know, Jordan Young beat his guy, had him by t- two to three yards. The ball was underthrown, and he had to kind of stop, come back, and you know, able able to break it up. So, mm-hmm. I, I do think that we're, if, as long as Terry's out, as long as that's not that that consistent threat, um, teams are gonna just pretty much tell Florida State, you know, you want to beat us, you got to beat us, you know, as a pocket passer, and. They pretty much shut that down. They shut down his 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 ability to get out of the pocket. You know, get a get out and and, and be like a dual threat. They shut it down. Mm-hmm. So yeah. If I'm any coach, to- sorry. If I'm any coach, I, I'm I'm shutting. I'm forcing that the best of my ability, and I couldn't care less about the outside. I'm gonna destroy FSU. I'm a I'm a I'm a take on their. They're, they're uh, nickel and sub-package defensive backs, and I'm going to go after the linebackers, and you're going to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I'm interested to see once if uh, Jordan Travis, he gets a week to heal, and it's interesting to see what the quarterback play mm-hmm. is going to be. Obviously, we saw Trevor Purdy late in the fourth quarter. He could throw the ball. I think quarterbacks were like, damn, he's he, he could throw a heater. Um, but still, mm-hmm. I mean, drops are drops, man. You That's – just disappointing. Uh, drop after drop after drop after drop after. No, drop. Mad Chubb has got to be that they did that to his debut. <laughs> oh no, I would be. He's gonna be salty on the plane back. Yeah, I'd be salty on that damn sideline. Uh, he puts the ball in the right spot, though. At least that's some kind of optimism we can look at. But still, yeah. terrible drops. I I don't know why not giving Brian Robinson some chance. That was three straight throws to eighty-eight. He played later. He played, um, but like I need, I need chances yeah. thrown to him, please. He's not blow, blow the whole shit up, blow it up. Um, yeah, yeah, they're freshmen. They shouldn't have made plays. Um, I, I, I think you kind of saw, you saw flashes of what could happen. Um, Force is clearly playing for the future right now. Um, there's not when you have guys giving shit effort. Yeah, you only have X amount of scholarships and, and, and players to play, but I don't care if you have to play walk-ons. Everybody's going to give a 100% effort because that shit was horrible. I'm sorry. That was horrible. <laughs> like, I, I, like, that was horrible. And I don't understand why Chad Vachet is not back as a kick returner. Early yeah. in the season, he was so close to breaking them. I don't, I don't get it. You've tried. You tried Helton. Helton's not a guy back there. You've Kai Douglas doesn't have the burst. Um, Douglas doesn't have the burst. There's no. Like, Douglas uh, had some good returns today. Well, he follows the blocking, but he doesn't have yep. a burst. There's no one actually hauling ass down the field. It's just kind of. I think Jay might blockers. still be a little bit hindered by that lower body injury he suffered against Miami a couple weeks back. That might be why they're a little hesitant to put him Is back. That why? To return Is that kicks. why? Is that why he gave up on that play? I, I didn't say that. That's <laughs> not not saying to you. I just I. Wasn't a good look for him there. Nah, nah. No, that was not a good look. Um, that will be a fun film session. But but that was also not his guy. You know, he came across field to, to try to, uh, you know, I'm not going to say make a play because he came across field to, to loaf. That's hugely disappointing. And then even, you know, Grothos was horrible. Missed a kick. Oh, my God. Yeah. Master, Master Mono. No, only 40.6 yards for punt. Everything was just horrible today. He did get that one down inside the five, though. Great. And the other one, we we got the fumble <laughs> on. Like, come on. Come on. A little bit of credit. Yeah, I mean, 
Let him have it. Let him have it. He had to punch short to get that one at the goal line. When you know, like, your only, like, little bit of optimism is first (laughs) Chubba Purdy having nine drops, but at least the ball was, like, close to uh, the wide receiver, right? And then your punter having some good, like, a decent punt there. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. (laughs) That's when you know the whole team. for the (laughs) coattails. Yeah, that's what. But I guess moving on a little bit towards this bye week for Florida State, and obviously the next game is going to be Pittsburgh coming to Tallahassee. What are what are some of the things you want this coaching staff to target during the bye week for Florida State to improve? Uh, should they should they have more of like competition focused practices to try and see if the young guys are ready to step up and get more reps? Guy guys fighting for positions because honestly. After a game like this, at least on defense, every position should be wide open mm-hmm. for the taking. So, what are your guys' thoughts moving into this off week? Uh, I don't know. Chain, you got to keep the cult. Try to keep that same energy that You're you a great had introduction, and you, and you answer with that. Perfect. I mean, here you so, think about it, Logan. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm going to run down quickly. Quarterback, you got to make a decision. Do you want to stay where you're at, see how Travis looks coming out of the bye week? I think that's what you do. See how healthy he is. If he can't create in the passing game, you have to open up the offense. Not saying Purdy's the answer. Um, we all know that Blackman's not the answer. We all know that Tate Rodemaker is not ready. So you have to make a decision. Do you want to play two quarterbacks, be completely predictable? Got to figure that out um, because I, I, I don't care. You can see what you want, disagree with me what you want. It's my thought. It, it, it's, it's my brand. I can say what I want. Um, I, I don't think that. Um, How dare you? That uh, I, I think that we're, we're seeing a ceiling to the offense. Um, I think you need to see Damian Webb get 20 carries a game. He gets 20 carries, he's going to get 100 yards. Okay. Um, he needs to be a primary guy. Wide receiver, blow it up. Um, two weeks of jug machines. Two weeks of, uh, uh, of I, I, you know, as physical of practices as you can make it for the wide receivers, just beat the shit out of them because they need to toughen up. The offensive line looks great. Yeah, it's getting better. Getting yeah, – Yeah. And, and great is a term comparative to what we've seen. Yeah. <laughs> they, still played, they still played really good today. They played well. No, they gave, they gave Travis a mm-hmm. lot of time. Other they, than maybe that fourth and one, like they've – they got a consistent push all day. Yeah, um, yeah and, that, and that's just football. I, I, you got to take the yeah, positives yeah, yeah. as it is. I, I, I think that fourth and one was just a great play by the defense. and They knew exactly what was coming, yeah. Yeah, mm. it was obvious. Me, I'd give that part of Webb and let him bully his way in. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, you look You're at – You're a smart man. I know. <laughs> you, you look at Cam McDonald, <laughs> got to get him more involved. And then you look at the defense um, – Every position is up for grabs. All I do for a week and for two weeks is hit in practice. I don't care. Toughen up. There's no reason to miss 38 tackles, whatever it was. I stopped, I stopped writing notes. Yeah. Um, I used to do that in uh, high school where if we had a terrible game and if we're having a bye week, we're just going to tackle for a straight yeah. week. There'd be literally nothing else. We were not running schemes. We're not doing – any nope. kind of walkthroughs of plays, you're literally going to just be out there for three hours tackling. Yeah. And, and no matter who you were, no matter what uh, player you were, what position you're going to tackle to. Early in the game, the defensive line was getting a lot of push. It, it, it was the linebackers in the, in the secondary that were blowing the wad for the defense. And even, mm-hmm. even at, you know, throughout the duration of the game, the Florida State front four was still getting – a decent push. They just weren't getting home. And linebacker wise, they clearly didn't flip the room. You know, that, that is just a massive hole. And secondary, I, I, I think you really need to make a decision on me. I, I would I would like to see 
Um, you know, Dotson, I know he, he didn't play today. He needs to be, I don't think Brownlee's ready yet. He needs to be a nickel. I think, um, you know, Dent, as long as he's healthy, we talk a lot about, a lot about him on, our, on the Unconquer Talk podcast, you know, not thinking he's mentally healthy. I think that ankle is still bothering him. Um, need, need to figure out something different at, at safety because Hams is not coming back. Uh, Renardo was out. I don't, I don't think six and 31 are your answers at safety. Um, there's just no physicality, man. It just is none. <laughs> just, just blow it up. Blow the whole thing up. And, and youth you know, movement. Just, I, I, I'm you not say a coach. Youth movement. Yep. <laughs> uh, yes. I'm, I'm not a coach. Well, didn't I, we say that two weeks ago? I, I'm not a coach. I, I, I'm not a parent now. <laughs> I'm not paying nine hundred thousand dollars to coach Florida State's defense. You're not. I, 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 I'm just a, lon- a lonely Twitter guy. Um, <laughs> You're a podcaster too. You are a co-host. Uh, of the podcast. Hey, 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 I'm two on, podcasts. I'm on some podcasts too. Two podcasts, but not just at, one. But yeah. Two. At the same time, man, what the fuck? <laughs> it, it, it's time to just play the young kids. Lose by forty if that's what it is, or, or let or let them make plays, and just prepare for next year. Look at it as an extended spring. Yeah. Let's uh, let's look at the last little bit of the schedule, and then we'll end this off since we've been on here just for a little bit. Let's look at the that remaining sucks, schedule. Man. Oh, you ready? Here we go. Pittsburgh at Florida State. Then Florida State will go to number twenty-three right now, NC State. They won't be get their ass whooped today. Yeah, 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 they got whooped. And then uh, number one, Clemson. We know how that's going to go. And then Virginia comes to town. And then at Duke for your grand finale. That should be – what do you think? What TV broadcast is going to be airing Florida State versus Duke? Nickelodeon. The one we just saw. Nickelodeon. Fox, Fox Sports Florida or whatever. Okay. Uh, I was thinking more think Nickelodeon. Of a failing TV channel. <laughs> uh, ES- ESPN Ocho. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what's another one that's just struggling really? Hallmark no, but, channel is that know, still going on? Realistically, you know, let, let's be realistic. Look, look at Pitt. If Kenny Pickett plays, it's a loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, it is down twenty-eight to three right now. Yes, because Kenny Pickett's hurt. Yeah, yeah. If he comes back, um, that's a tough defense, especially. You know, they're really good at, at stopping the run, but they're really horrible at stopping the pass. And we talked about how Florida State cannot stop, um, cannot cannot be efficient in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's next after that? Uh, after that is going to be NC State at NC State. Uh, I, I think that um, I think that NC State is is a very beatable team. Um, they're they're different with. Not having um, not having Leary as a quarterback, um, I, I just think it's a different team. Billy Hotman's trash. Um, <laughs> anyone who was on Hotman Hive um, is, is stupid. But it, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, I think that's a winnable game. Yeah. Uh, next game. Next two games are Clemson and Virginia, and then Duke. What do you think, Dustin? Clemson. Well, so they had a 46-point point spread today, which I think was, even though it was Syracuse, I think it's a lot for a conference game. Yeah. What's the point spread? 28? 30, 30, 31. Mm, that's a lot. I would – yeah, I would say what high 20s, today? Six low 30s. For, oh. if, Florida, if Florida State loses to – if they lose to Pittsburgh and then to NC State – going into this game i could see them putting this thing at like 32 35 because i right. mean it's it's going to be a blowout there, there's no other way around it but they're coming to doke though clemson's coming to doke yeah and they went to atlanta last <laughs> weekend and scored 77 that's great uh, <laughs> well we, we we had surrender cobra with the guy in the stands reading the book the last time that that clemson was at Interested Florida to see State. what the next big meme is going to be. That's, that's prediction. going to be the thing. What's going to be the biggest meme coming out of uh, that game on November 21st? That's going to be my goal is finding which one that's going to be. I'm thinking like a, like a sad college student girl, like just, like just sad. Like why is she here? She'd rather be drinking, something like that. My score prediction is a legitimate 70 to 3 right now. <laughs> 
We'll see if they I mean, can that, change that in three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, no one's really – everybody listening live and whenever they listen to the podcast, no one's going to be, like, thinking you're crazy. I mean, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's We've seen crazy. what they've done before. If, if Virginia can't complete a forward pass. Um, you know, they're really missing Bryce Perkins. That's a completely different team than the last couple of years. And, and, and Duke is um, leading the country in, in, in turnovers. So, you know, th- those last two games are definitely winnable. So you, you're looking at a possibility three and two, two and three to, to end the year. I think Duke's going to be a good game, gentlemen. I don't know about y'all, but I think it's going to be a good game. I don't think they're going to have any stands up there. I think every game's going to be competitive. I'm not saying that it's not the Florida State defense is too bad for it to not be. Um, at the same time, um, at some point, ability has to come show through, but it's not going to this year because they're all mental midgets and they don't know how to win. That's clear after last week. They don't know how to handle success, and they don't know how to. They don't know how to win. They don't know how to handle it. Yep, I'm, I'm sure they're popping bottles and you know. they were. I mean, we saw it. They treated. Sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, they treated last game like it was a Super Bowl. I mean, you had yeah. the guys breaking out the cigars in the locker Fucking room post game, <laughs> taking all those dope ass pictures. And what they come and do today against a one and four Louisville team that hadn't won in their last four games and had only beaten Western Kentucky this season, laid an mm. egg. They didn't wake up. They might as well not even got out of bed today. <laughs> I think they didn't. I would have rather forfeited than watch that. Jeez. How many days are we away from basketball season? Not uh, enough. So, so Not enough. <laughs> we need to stop talking about basketball and hyping it up because it's going to be the same shit <laughs> that happened, okay? <laughs> Let's just let it happen. The worst thing that could have happened was Kirk Herbstreit uh, uh, on game day saying, there's a different feeling in Tallahassee after last week. Well, not to mention we all predicted Florida State to win. I think pretty much every other site predicted all Florida State to win. I yeah. never did that. Oh, never me. Man. Couldn't have been me. That was a different Logan Robinson. Will not, you will not catch me again, Florida State. <laughs> you will not do it <laughs> we got, finally got Dustin to predict a win. <laughs> this is what happened. It's freaking hilarious. So, but, yes, Dustin is fully I predicted a loss to Jacksonville State. Like, I'm, I'm back on that energy. Uh, you're back on that Jacksonville State. Okay. That one. I, 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 I think a lot of it – a lot of it falls on what, what, they do, what happens at quarterback – um, if you know, Forest State can open up the passing game, uh, if Terry can come back, and and whatever they can do on defense, if gotta figure something out, these, wow. these guys gotta be good at something. They have to be good at something. They are. They're good at losing. <laughs> really good at it. Schematically, elite on the field, elite losers. <laughs> <laughs> well before this gets just rambunctious i need to go drink a beer um i'm too sober for this mess i didn't drink at all for this game and i really regretted that it's way more fun while you're drinking it makes it feel a little bit better but thanks to our guys los was in here earlier but we lost connection to him but nate greer lead recruiting insider up there wait have you heard anything from recruits have you talked with recruits about this game yet or anybody uh- I talked to a couple. I mean, you know, everyone's wondering what's going on recruiting right now. It's quiet. It's quiet for a reason. But, like, just on. their take from this game, any? Um, a couple guys are just – same thing they've been saying. We're going to be all right. I trust Norvell. Got to get the right pieces in place. Wow. Um, I, can't wait, I can't wait to get there to compete. Um, same stuff. They're going to have um, all the chance to. But, you know, they clearly – you know, the the board is clearly going to change, in my opinion, of what needs to be needs to be um, filled. They need to bring in as many linebackers as they possibly can. They need, I think, they need to relook at some of the wide receivers that they have not recruited in the state of Florida alone, like a Jaden and Alexis, who is completely dynamite with the ball in his hand um, and fits what the offense does. Um, I think they really need to consider bringing in as many defensive backs as they can, true safeties, because there's not there's, – there's question marks back there. And, and I know that they feel good about where they're at with Taryn Arnold, but 
you know, one guy's not going to solve it. And if Florida State continues to go sideways and not show progress, any of that positive movement or positive uh, thoughts of where you are with people, it's going gonna, it's gonna to fall apart. So you know, this staff needs to really, really, really look at their board and switch it up because, you know, the, the portal sucks right now. And that linebacker article, if you read it, there's not a lot in the portal. There's not a lot in Juco. There's a couple guys at Juco who, um, you know, I'm a big fan of Mark Stoops and what he does at linebacker. I, I, I would go after every Kentucky commitment they have at linebacker. Um, you know, the, the, and there's not a lot in the high school level. There's a couple guys that could fit. It's where we're at. You know, it's, it's going to be a challenge for any team to fill needs this year because a lot of kids are committed, but at the same time, um, you know, the guys who are committed right now are still saying the right things. We'll see how that unfolds as the season goes. Well, as always, we've got Nate Greer on here, our lead recruiting insider at NoelGameBay.com, also our lead writer and editor, Dustin Lewis, below us here. Um, I'm Logan Robinson here from Noel Game Day. Definitely appreciate everybody hanging out and listening after Florida State's loss to Louisville, 48-16. to 16, Florida State moves to 2-4 and four on the season, 1-4 and four in conference play. Florida State has a bye week this upcoming weekend, so everybody can lay back and take a deep breath and see if things will uh, get better in Tallahassee. But a uh, whole 180 from Florida State versus North Carolina this last weekend, kind of a shocker, but uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but always, you can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify if you're on iTunes and uh, want to be nice, feel free to rate us five stars and leave a review. It helps a lot shows it to more FSU listeners. Hey, guys, I voted. I voted this week. Make sure you go vote. Yeah, go vote. And now (laughs) Dustin Lewis is going to show face here. Show face now, finally. Debbie Downer, Dustin. I'm changing your name on here now. I I got on to show the hat. (laughs) Okay, that's what the ending is. Make sure to sign up for Null Game Day Patreon. Null Game Day Patreon. member. Discord's rocking. Discord's rocking. It's not so fun when Florida State's losing, but it just is what it is. But Even uh, better. It's, a, it's, a, it's still a good time. We have a good time in there. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of y'all's weekend. Go Steelers. Big game tomorrow. Let's go, baby. I'm excited. Uh, but, yeah, enjoy y'all's weekend. See you guys. It's been been big, big, big sucks, man. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh... –